0: Hello, everyone. It is the the final countdown, Chris. The this is a fi- I mean, the final I guess, final the, I guess countdown. the countdown's done, right? Because this is the last the Last, last interview, interview from Manifest. From Manifest. Chris and I are going to go check out the rest of the show and, and take in some sessions so that we can report. Well, we are going to
1: come live with the Fast Five, too. We as are going to well. come,
0: that's right. We'll be live with Fast Five tomorrow where we'll bring you the insights, some of the insights that we've gathered in yes. our time here at Manifest. Um, This, again, is OmniTalk Retail. I'm Anne Mazinga.
1: And I'm Chris Walton.
0: And we are coming to you from Booth K15, which, if you're at the show, come swing by. Say hello to us. Um, and maybe, you know, wave your hands around in the background or something. Yeah, if, uh, make yourself
1: look like a fool in front of us while we're recording an interview, even though this you. is our last one. So let's now you that. just come, wave your hands, look like a complete fool. Yes. No one would understand why. But anyway, we're, we're standing a little between punchy. us Jeff? We're a little, we're little
0: punchy. <laughs> um, standing between us is Jeff Berry, the Chief Innovation Officer at Dot Foods. Welcome, Jeff.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we're really excited you could join us. How's the show going so far? It's great.
2: Flew in yesterday and been one meeting after another straight through. So, and Where are you based, Jeff? So I live in St. Louis, but uh, Dot Foods is headquartered about two hours north of St. Louis in a little town called Mount Sterling, Illinois. So a town of 1,900 oh, people. Yeah. And we employ over 2,000 at that facility. Wow. So when they founded the company, they never uh, thought it would grow that big in that little town.
1: Yes. That's so. amazing. St. Louis is near and dear to our hearts. We we're out seeing Schnooks this past October. Your local, one of the local grocers out there. So we love those guys. All right. So tell us about your role. Tell us about your job. Your job is really interesting. Your background's really interesting too. Uh, you're kind of a guru and kind of the data insights and innovation side. So tell us about it. So I,
2: I would describe it more as a nomadic shit disturber <laughs> than I would uh,
1: <coughs> interesting. But
2: no, I have I've certainly bounced around. So you know, my my role. <laughs> <laughs> well that is right yeah. so i'm an a innovation shit.
1: What was it an i'm okay. a nomadic
2: shit to server right, Just, all right i cool. mean it's yeah. my job right? Yeah, right so um my job at dot is to help us look at you know five years over the horizon where okay. where is the world going what do we need to be thinking about what's hard right yeah. what are the hard problems to solve that's why a place like manifest is a great place to come because yes there's such a there's such a strong uh, culture of startups here and new stage innovation and people trying to look over that horizon so that's why i come here and that's why dot foods needs to be here and that's why i'm here so
0: will you share some dot foods brands that we might be familiar with
2: i will share all the dot food brands with you there are zero um because we are not a manufacturer of anything okay uh we uh, dot foods is a redistributor so uh, okay. And DOT Foods does not stand for Department of Transportation. (laughs) Good to know, uh, especially at this show. That's right. The founders were uh, RT and Dorothy. And like any good husband, he named the company after his wife, so he called it DOT Foods. So that's why it's DOT and not DOT. Yeah. Um, But we are a redistributor, which means we sit between food manufacturers and uh, for easy conversation like U.S. Foods or Cisco or a food distributor. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, we'll go to over a thousand manufacturing plants and okay. pick up their product and bring it in and then break it up. So, US Foods wants to order five cases of pickles and 10 cases of mayonnaise and so forth. They can order it all from us at one time one truck, one PO, everything from us.
0: Man, that's crazy. So, so zero
2: brands, but over 50,000 individual SKUs in our right. inventory at any given time.
1: That's Unbelievable! True. Wow. Yes, I remember we used to do business with you at Target when I was in frozen food back in the day. And we do. Okay. Yes, we hit Target DCs. We love love our friends at Target. Yeah. Wow. And that was that was ten years ago. So good to know. Uh, all right. So you've seen you've seen innovation from like I was alluding to before. You were in banking, right? You were in. I have been. What else were you in? I wrote down you were in. anheuser uh, Bush, Nestle. Yes. Yeah. You're at yeah, CPG yep. too. So so what are some of the do's and don'ts for you when it comes to doing innovation the right way?
2: So. Do's and don'ts, right? So, do always focus on a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Just because it's cool doesn't mean anything. It has to solve a problem, and it and pragmatism. There is a there is a version yeah. of that, right? So we can get too wrapped up in the shiny object and what is the coolest new thing. And so, first and foremost, solve a solve a real problem, right? And, and make sure that whatever innovation you're after is doing that. You know, I, I just when I was up on stage a few minutes ago, I was saying, you know focus 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 because there's a thousand things that are gonna come to somebody like me and we can't do everything yeah I'm not gonna do everything and so you got to pick and choose what you're gonna do and number three is you know make sure you have when you're working with somebody like me make sure you have patience because I'm working inside a big machine right and the machines always gonna try and slow us down yeah (laughs) that's just the nature of the machine (laughs)
0: yeah
2: and so while I want to go fast and the startups want to go fast there's a patience factor that has to be part of that
0: right I'm curious, because we've heard a lot about innovation labs in the news recently, Um, (coughs) based on that, being part of a larger organization, how do you think about innovation labs, whether they are a separate entity outside of the, like kind of working autonomously outside of the organization or adjacent to the organization, or just putting innovation into actual work? How, How do you, where do you come down on that?
2: I think there are pros and cons, right? Okay. So I think, you know, Pepsi's got a – they were talking this morning about Pepsi, Pep Labs, that they're doing yep. amazing, right? I think part of it for them, there's such a – and DHL maybe has one. you are, too. To they're so right. big. That's yeah. the thing, right? They're so big that they have to kind of isolate that. Right. We, you know, we're a big company from a sales standpoint, but from a employee base, we're pretty small. Yeah. So 6,500 total employees for the whole company. And so – I kind of view our company itself as an innovation lab yeah. Yeah. where we can go experiment and test things and I think at least in our case that means that we have buy-in and we have you know momentum and right. things like that faster because we're doing those things live in our own environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's yeah. kind of the, got me thinking about kind of the economies of scale versus economies of scope. If you're leaning yeah. in the economies of scope mm-hmm. maybe it's more better served for an innovation lab type of approach. than. Say maybe you know the opposite. Is is that the right way to think about that? I, I think
2: there's I think there's definitely some of that for for yeah. sure. I you know I've been part of innovation labs before, and I think they're they're great early stage playgrounds yeah. because you get to do whatever you want, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's when you throw it over the fence that that gets harder because you've been over here and no one right. knew what was happening. Right. Yeah.
1: right. And we've been part of them too, and have been the roadkill of them yeah. too at, at a point in our career. No as doubt. well. So. All right, so you are you were on stage at Manifest earlier I today, was. right? How many times have you been to Manifest? Is this your first time or have you uh, been here before? Number two. Number, number two. two. Yeah. All right, awesome. Yeah. Were you here last year? I was. Nice. All right, so so what did you share on stage today? So we were talking about AI uh, along with, I think, every single
2: presentation that's happened here today at yes. uh, Manifest. Yeah, I'm that's, Chris Walton AI. Nice <laughs> that's nice to <laughs> meet some <laughs> you. Some version of AI. Um, and I think, you know, before we started, I told the moderator, I said, hey, we're gonna pivot here because everybody said all the stuff about AI yeah. all the time. And so we talked about some of the things that you and I were, that we were just talking about, which yeah. is kind of, AI is great and there's a thousand things you can do with it, but how do you engage those things? How do you get those things to move through right. an organization? Mm-hmm. And what are some of those things? So we talked a lot about that from a culture standpoint, how you, how you can help navigate some of that stuff, how you can pick projects where you can win, right. you know, where are some people who are not inhibitors that you can work with that'll be champions if, if you do small things with them. How do you try and say, well, we've got all this stuff today and how do we do it and do it better than what we're doing today before we try and blow the doors open and do even right. more?
1: Right, right. So I got to think, I mean, as much, as much as we're joking about AI, you know, as it being so ubiquitous around here and everyone talking about it and the names being everything. everything yeah, but nobody knows exactly what as it, as it is. Yeah. <laughs> how are you? I, I imagine, though, you're taking it seriously from your vantage point in your job in terms of its applicability to what you do. How are you looking at it and what are you trying to do with it? Well, I,
2: I think I think I have to be I think you have to be measured a little bit yeah. from my standpoint, which is, you know, today it's AI. What was it a year ago or six months ago or whatever, right? There's always the next flavor of something and right. whatever is the cool thing. Yeah. And so while well, absolutely I think AI has a future and I think that we need to be on the front of where's it going and what can it do for us, we also have to have some realization of, hold on, right? Yeah. Like, there's something else coming i just don't know what it is six months from now right. it'll be all the rage mm-hmm. so
0: well on that note let's let's get you out of here talking about what you're excited to come from dot foods and in your role in 2024 yeah, what so you, what's happening
2: so lots of exciting things it, it uh, you know we have we have i think it's six different pilots going right now with with various startups and at various stages testing everything from you know how do we automate fuel procurement or how do mm-hmm. we have our trucks tell us what's wrong with them and hmm. predict what's wrong with them themselves versus them breaking down and us having to them fix them right to you know, new business models to sure. all kinds of stuff that we've got going on. So lots, we're, we're at a great place at DOT. We started this journey about three years ago. Yeah. And we're just at that point now where we built that infrastructure and we're starting to execute on stuff. So that's the exciting stuff. Yeah, and especially, that's tr- oh, I was going to
0: say, especially for an innovation person, to be able to like actually see something come to fruition. I feel like you spend a lot of time doing pilots. And so to actually see something in the world, make it out into the light is really wonderful.
2: That's, that's always great, right? So <laughs> So sometimes sometimes you don't live to see that day but right, <laughs> right right but oh we know
1: yes. yes that sounds like a great job though so that's your job is to shepherd all of that innovation that you just described those six pilots it's through it. the organization understand the impact they're having and to decide you know what you do with them ultimately with the lessons learned
2: yeah and I would add to that though there's the front end which is open that aperture and take in hundreds and thousands of ideas right and say of these what are those few that we can go test experiment Damn. with and then try and execute in the organization. Dang. So there's that other side. Oh, I
1: want that job. That sounds like an awesome <laughs> d- How'd you get that job? I have no idea. No, seriously. <laughs> uh, seri- <Yes>, <laughs> I bet you kind of don't. It That's probably, did. It was probably serendipitous in some ways, but how did you get it?
2: It's uh, it's the Brazilians' fault. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Explain. So, a point. so, so yeah. I, I
2: happen to work for one of the world's largest brewers at one point. Okay. And we may have been taken over um, okay. by, a, by a different company. Right, right. Yeah. And they may have... Culled the staff a little bit, okay, uh, a lot, yeah, and that left me with a bunch of people's stuff sitting on my desk, and it was all these new product developments, and still had to get done. And so I said, "All right, let's go." Yeah. And so I was put in charge of a bunch of these stuff way back when, and that's the that was the spark of the fire. They're like, "Well, this is kind of fun to invent crazy
0: new things."
1: Awesome, awesome. That's great, great.
0: Well. Thank you so much, Jeff. We've so enjoyed it. Yeah. And what a great way to wrap up our coverage, our interviews yeah, very here. Very lively. I know, it is. Colorful
1: we, metaphors abounded in this uh, interview.
0: That's 100% true. Uh, we want to just give a big thank you again to Manifest for making all of the coverage from the show possible. Um, thanks again to Jeff for joining us and taking thanks time for me. Uh, out of your day to, to share your stories with us. And until next time, Be careful out there.